Well, welcome everybody. I think we'll get started on time here. Thanks so much for choosing this session, for coming to Synergy. We really appreciate it. Um, who has come the farthest? How, how many people got up before 5 a.m. this morning? Bless you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So this session, really I want the, to make this practical, really practical. So this is Shruti from TechSoup. So she's a vice president at TechSoup. Um, kind of uh, leading the process for Microsoft programs and, and things like that. I'll let her introduce herself, uh, but she's coming from New Jersey um, for us. And then we also have Mike Sierra. Uh, so Mike is actually, he's been at Radiant Life Church here in Dublin for about 10 years doing sysadmin work and tech work and kind of advancing the church. So the reason uh, I actually attend Radiant as well, and the reason we have Wi-Fi is because of this man. Um, and so that's kind of, we're going to be talking about those things, how to find those volunteers, how to push, like pull those things out and kind of build a team around technology. Um, and then Trudy is going to speak about like specific programs within TechSoup that can get you free, low-cost software. So really practical, ask questions. So she'll be available to ask questions. We can connect after the session as well. If anything comes up, I'll shoot you an email with a, an actually an offer from TechSoup for half-price training, some, some good offers that they have that will kind of kickstart your process with TechSoup if you haven't connected with them before. So microphone's right here. So if you do have questions later on with question and answer, um, we'll, we'll take it from there. So um, I will actually, why don't we start off with Shruti, if you wanted to go ahead and introduce yourself sure, um, and then kind of get into our presentation. And I think she'll be sharing that from her screen. So. Okay, great. Um, hi, everybody. I'm so glad to join you. Sorry, we have to be virtual today. Nice to meet you guys. Uh, my name is Ruthi Ramaswamy. I am um, as uh, Part of the introduction, I am uh, the Vice President of uh, Strategy and Strategic Relationships at TechSoup. Uh, TechSoup is a charity ourselves. We're a global nonprofit. Um, we're headquartered um, in uh, for our U.S. kind of office in San Francisco, but I am in New Jersey. Um, our goal and our mission is really to make sure that other charities, other nonprofits, faith-based organizations around the world have access to technology um, at the costs that you guys can afford and that we can afford and make sure that we can support and not just the access to technology, but the adoption of technology. So we work with corporations, foundations, and nonprofits to kind of bring that ecosystem together and make sure that there's one place where you can go to get all of the technology um, needs that you have met and fulfilled. And I'm joined today by my colleague, Felipe. Felipe, if you want to introduce yourself and I'll um, bring up our slides. Uh, good morning, everyone. Hi, I'm Felipe Reyes. I'm the Director of Customer Development uh, here at TechSoup. Uh, we have a, a, a pretty global staff uh, here at, at TechSoup. Uh, the majority of our folks are in uh, California. Uh, I'm outside of Chicago, and uh, Shruti's on the East Coast, I believe, in New Jersey. So yeah. uh, it's a pleasure meeting you all. All right. And did you want me to kick off with our presentation and then hand it off to you guys? Sure. Let me, uh, let me move you off the screen here. That should do it. Okay, yeah, you guys awesome. can see my slides? <laughs> yep. yes. Okay, awesome. Okay, so as I mentioned, um, our, our mission is really to build that bridge to leverage uh, technology and enable connections. Um, we know that all of you are doing incredible work. 
Um, and we want to make sure that we can provide you the resources that you need to do that more effectively and productively and at a lower cost. So our, our you know, uh, motto and our mission is to build a dynamic bridge that leverages technology to enable the connections and innovative solutions for a more equitable planet. And we do that in partnership, as I mentioned, with almost a million nonprofits around the world, um, 400 plus uh, corporations and then foundations as well. Um, every day at TechSoup, we are helping hundreds of thousands of civil society organizations. So we work with all types of charitable organizations and civil society actors around the world. Um, our goal is really to make sure that you're getting the right solu solutions and resources that you need to um, you know, power your own missions. Right now, we serve about 1.3 million nonprofits globally. Um, we have distributed over $16 billion in fair market values, so whatever the commercial rate would be in products and solutions and funding. Um, we, uh, as uh, Felipe mentioned, are a global organization, so we are touching 236 countries and territories around the world, um, and we support 39 languages. Um, we do that in partnership with other nonprofit partners around the world that make up our TechSoup global network. And then in the US and particularly with faith-based organizations, that's a primarily large uh, segment of the population that we serve. We know that most often and in many communities, faith-based organizations are the ones that are providing critical services to their communities um, from you know, food and childcare services and education and um, everything in between. And oftentimes when things hit, uh, when crisis hits or when communities need something, faith-based organizations are the first ones that come in and step in and support the community. Um, so in the US, we support over almost 60,000 um, faith-based organizations. And um, hopefully some of you have heard of us before and are already um, leveraging and using some of the TechRate soup resources. But if you haven't, we're here to tell you a little bit more about what we provide and make sure that you have the steps to get set up. Um, I have a, a little bit of a, a story here from a faith-based organization that we supported, uh, Big Stuff. Uh, they offer uh, Christian camps for middle and high school students, um, particularly in Florida. Um, and they particularly use um, Adobe's Creative Cloud solution. And we have many different technology solutions that I'll talk a little bit more about later. But what we try to do is make sure that you have access to those tools at the lowest possible cost that you can. And make sure that you also have tools and adoption and courses that make it easy for you to be able to use that. So Big Stuff actually leverage Adobe Creative Cloud to create and design social media campaigns, events, and videos, and production content. And I think the, the key thing here is that TechSoup and kind of the programs and that our donor partners provide to us uh, allow them to do that work at a high level to use the best in class products, but do it without having to think about the financial burden of having to use that. We also run different campaigns. Um, in the past, we've done something called Story Makers, where we walk through in a cohort and bring together different organizations that are trying to use new technology, um, teach them about video tips and tricks and tools. We have courses that help organizations understand how to use some of these technology solutions to either build newsletters or to build video and content production that might be useful um, for uh, the people that you're serving as well. 
Um, TechSoup really tries to provide technology at every level of technology adoption and digital transformation. And we know that that kind of journey is difficult to manage um, and focus. Um, and so what we try to do is meet you where you are and understand where you are so that we can help you through that process. So the first thing that we do, and I'll have some links in here as well, and I'm happy to share all of these slides with you, um, is a digital assessment tool. And so that's a free tool um, that can allow you to answer some simple questions and understand where you are in your technology and what you might need to adopt future technology in the uh, as you move forward. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to adopt all of those things today or tomorrow. We know that there is significant costs of change and that many organizations that we serve have one or two or nobody or volunteer staff that's actually thinking about um, IT decisions. And so thinking about how we can give you the steps to build that and maybe have those conversations that you might have with some of those volunteers as well. Uh, we can help you with a tech plan um, if that's what you're looking for. And then the biggest thing that we do often is really support organizations who are looking for discounted or donated technology software and hardware. So as I mentioned, we work with many different um, providers and corporations. And what we try to do is advocate for what um, we believe is the uh, need from the sector and understand what they can do to make that available to the nonprofit sector at the lowest possible cost. So many of the solutions that we have are donated by our organizations that we partner with, and some of them are available at discounts. What we try to do is make sure that it's available at the best discount or the best donation wherever possible um, so that you have really the lowest cost that you need to provide. And typically, um, I'll speak at least for a Microsoft solution, you'll see around 90% off of the commercial products and commercial kind of rates that you have. So anywhere between 60 to 90%. So they're really significant discounts that we try to bring to the organizations. We also have technology services, so we can actually help you implement that technology or help you in downloading the software or adopting it. And then, as we mentioned, we have courses, and I'll talk a little bit about the special offering that we have there, because we know that oftentimes um, we might have new technology solutions, but not necessarily everybody has a skill set to adopt them and um, change is people, process, and technology. So if you don't bring all of those together, it's really hard to enable that change. And then we also have managed services. So if any of you um, need additional support to manage that technology, we do have services available, including help desk solutions. So you can get like packaged help desk uh, if you want 10 or 15 tickets where we'll help you and support there or full managed services where we manage your full IT stack. Um, the first thing that we always recommend is that organizations fill out the digital assessment tool. Um, there's a link here. It's like I mentioned, a free web application. It helps um, nonprofits, organizations identify their level of digital capacity. And it's all done through self-assessment. You can bring in different people in your organization to help fill that out if there are questions that you might not be able to answer. Um, and we really look at a couple of different categories. So what are you doing for your programs, your fundraising, your communications? Um, what are your needs for infrastructure and security based off of the population of people you're serving or the data that you might be collecting? And um, we kind of then help rate that. Where are you on that technical scale? And then maybe what are some of the recommended solutions for you to be able to adopt? Maybe that's more courses, maybe that's a few events that we're hosting that might be worthwhile looking at, or some blogs and how-to articles that might be most useful for your organization. 
Um, then, uh, as I mentioned, really a lot of what we do is also accessing some of those donated and discounted products. Um, so we have a really wide range of technology products. And so I always recommend that if you're making any type of technology decision, um, be it software or hardware, the first thing you should do is just tech check on TechSoup site. See if there might be an offer available to you at a discount or as a donation. Um, if we have it, it probably is like a better price than you're going to get out commercially. So I always recommend to organizations, please check TechSoup first. Um, and then you can make sure that you either we have it and then you can see the costs and uh, that are associated with it and make your decision. But we really do have a quite a wide range of variety of products and solutions. We have um, on-premises software, which are typically those that you're installing on your laptops or your desktops. Uh, we have cloud-based solutions so that you have subscriptions that you might need ongoing. And then we have hardware, which we know obviously many organizations need as well. Um, when we take a look at what um, a faith-based organization or churches in the U.S. typically um, engage with, what we see is by and large the most um, popular solutions, excuse me, <coughs> are Microsoft, um, Intuit QuickBooks, Adobe, and our hardware solutions. So on the Microsoft side, we have Office Standard, we have Office Professional, we have Windows, we have server licenses if you need those. We also have the cloud solutions of Office 365 and Microsoft 365. We can help you navigate which licenses might be right for you and which products that you need. And for the most part, um, charities and nonprofits and faith-based organizations are eligible um, to get um, a pretty significant discount from Microsoft. So Microsoft makes available donations, so pure donations for Office 365 and Microsoft 365, and they also provide charitable discounts. So that's usually about 60 to 75% off of their commercial rates um, for any of their other products and solutions that are not available as a donation. We also have um, QuickBooks, um, which we know a lot of organizations need for their accounting. And so we have QuickBooks online, and we also have QuickBooks that are um, uh, desktop solutions. And as I mentioned and highlighted um, with our case study, we also have a lot of Adobe solutions. So we have Acrobat Pro DC, we have Acrobat um, and Adobe for your um, desktop as well. And then we have hardware solutions. So we have new um, hardware, we have refurbished hardware. Um, I put Dell here, um, which is a popular uh, solution that we have, but we have offerings from Lenovo, we have mobile hotspots, um, and that one particularly provided by Mobile Beacon is um, an important one, particularly if you are in settings that change from time to time, if you meet in different locations, and if you need um, Wi-Fi hotspot enablement, we have solutions for that as well. Um, we have a few different ways, as I mentioned, that you can kind of engage with some of our solutions. Some of them are on-premises, which means that you can download it. They're device-based licensing. They're usually a one-time expense that you then kind of uh, manage and own uh, as long as you want until you want to upgrade. And then we also enable some subscriptions, some cloud subscriptions. So it's an ongoing subscription to whatever the service or solution is. So something like a Zoom license or an Office 365 license where you are um, ongoing paying for that subscription, but you're always going to get the most up-to-date solution with it. So you might have to renew it, but you don't necessarily have to download or get new software solutions.
I also want to just mention here that we have two ways of kind of engaging with the um, products and solutions as well. Some of these are going to be donated, which are fully donated by our donor partner. With those, we usually have a small administrative fee associated with those donations. Those administrative fees really help TechSoup uh, be able to provide and create and maintain these offers for you to provide some of the learning, um, blogs, events, solutions, things like this, where we can kind of engage and make sure that we can explain how to support um, and provide customer support as well. And then we also have those discounts. So where our uh, partners might not have a full donation, but they do make um, products available at a charitable discount. Um, so part of that cost will be a little administrative fee as well as whatever cost is associated that we need to um, provide to our partners as well. All of that, when you go to TechSoup, what you'll see, it's like a marketplace. And so you can kind of browse through our catalog, you can see what you need. It includes the services, it includes the products and you can take a good, um, and I just highlighted a few of the top um, solutions that many churches provide or use, but there are so many more in there. So you could definitely take a look at that as well and see if there's anything else that piques your interest. Um, the other thing that we do is we provide support with the installation, the implementation, and the management of your technology. So we have a robust amount of ser uh, services, and we know that um, cost can be a prohibitor in terms of getting IT support and good IT support and solutions. Hopefully there are IT volunteers, and you'll talk a little bit more about that after this presentation, um, but we do have small things as well, like really pointed services and solutions if you have a help desk need right away or if you need installation support for a specific thing or just need help setting up a specific account. But we also have um, implementation services, managed services, and website services, which has been very popular as well so that we can host and manage and create your website. Um, we design these services to really make sense for small nonprofits um, and make sure that you can get pointed solution and not necessarily have you have to make long-term commitments to a service plan. So we try to make these really accessible based off of budgets and needs that you might have. Um, so you can take a look at those and see what you might need or where it might make sense for you or just keep it in the back of your head. So if you run into a technology problem and you need help, um, think about coming to TechSoup to see if we might have something that might help you in that time period. Um, I put some links in here as well, so you can always engage with us. You can um, directly contact us if you need anything that comes in. And so there's links throughout here. So after this presentation, I'm happy to share this. Um, we also offer training and courses. So for everybody here today, um, we do have a special offer and I'll talk a little bit more about that, but we have over 200 um, courses in our TechSoup courses catalog. Um, trainings are available in both English and Spanish, and you don't necessarily, you can be a staff member or a volunteer or a board member, anybody who needs to can kind of um, sign up for a training account and get the courses that they need. Um, the training is really contextualized for nonprofits and for organizations that have limited time to take long training. Um, and so you can pick and choose. There's, it's modular. If you have something that you're specifically looking at, at like Excel or mail merge functions, you can go directly to those. We also have courses on grant writing or choosing a CRM, which has been really um, popular as well because we know a lot of organizations are, are struggling with some of those decisions. 
And right now we try to price them really, really, really uh, as affordably as we can. So some of our introductory courses are priced as low as $3 to $10. So it's really just helping us maintain the cost of like creating the courses and maintaining those. Um, but we also have higher level courses if you need more in depth. And then we have these um, 300 kind of workshop courses that allow you to work in a cohort with other nonprofits or organizations so that you can kind of build and learn those skills together. Um, today, we're offering everybody here a special free track of courses. Um, it's a really, really robust set of courses. So I definitely recommend that you click on the link that I'll send over and um, be able to kind of look through our nonprofit foundational skills courses. It includes um, Excel, project management, um, how to you know work remotely if you're still doing that, fundraising, grant writing, a Google um, ad grant seminar, which has been very popular, and then some of the 101s around uh, tech planning and cybersecurity. So all of these courses are going to be available to your staff and um, volunteers. So just click that link and you'll get access to those. Um, and one thing we're also doing is uh, everything to join TechSoup. So I'll show you how to do that. You can register with TechSoup. That's completely free to you. Um, register, you can see all the offers available. Um, you can engage with any of these products and solutions. And there, like I mentioned, will be a little bit of administrative fees associated with some of those. Um, but our goal really is to support you. Um, we're a nonprofit, as I mentioned, so support you as sustainably as we can. Um, and what we try to do is bring together the communities that we're serving. So we also have a program called Quad that we've just launched that helps us make sure that we're building those communities together and bringing you all together so you can have a place where you can ask other nonprofits or other other churches all across the world or all across the country, what they're doing, how they're solving their problems as well. And so if you're interested in that, please, you know, feel free to reach out. Um, we build together a community here with, if you sign up for a quad membership, which is under TechSoup, you can get a personal needs assessment. We'll have a dedicated member support kind of help you through our TechSoup process. Um, you'll have reduced admin fees on anything that you need to engage with. And you'll have kind of the entire course catalog available to you. But the biggest thing here is that you get to join this community, you get this curated knowledge base and um, unique member content and events that are associated with it. Um, Quad in general is a paid membership program, but um, you don't have to be a Quad member to enjoy all of the other benefits that I just talked about with TechSoup. So um, if I recommend anything, it would just, if you don't know, and if you're not registered with TechSoup, definitely get registered today. Um, there's a link here you can join really for most churches. It's, it's not, um, a too big of a lift. We're just, um, asking for basic information. We do some, um, vetting based off of your 501c3 status. Um, and that will really enable you to be able to get um, access to all of the offers that we have. And I also have a link here and we'll put it in chat where you can get in touch with us. Felipe and I are here to answer questions for the remainder of um, this session today as well. And if you have any questions, feel free to ask them or um, you know, uh, get in touch with us here, which we put the link in and maybe we can send an email out, Jeff, um, to everybody so that they can get access to that as well. And we're happy to get in touch and answer your questions. Yeah, we'll go ahead and add the slides and um, all of these links to all of your emails through the SCED. All of you have signed up on SCED, right? The schedule. Um, if you don't have that schedule, drop your email to me and I can send it directly to you. So, well, I also, uh, thanks so much, Trudy. Um, yeah, of course. 
So who, has everyone, has anyone here heard of TechSoup or using TechSoup right now for services, for software? So um, I forgot to introduce myself at the beginning. So I'm actually director of IT and security for Ohio Ministry Network in Heartland. And we're actually taking advantage of some of these programs. So um, one example that she might not have mentioned from a Microsoft perspective is you can get an Azure grant that's $3,500 every year Microsoft gives to nonprofits. So if that's a server in the cloud, so instead of having to buy a server, get an IT guy, install that, you can actually get a grant from Microsoft every year and they typically re-up that. Um, and so there's lots of good services. So um, appreciate TechSoup and the offer. So we'll send that offer through email as well for some training opportunities. So um, I'm gonna bring up Mike. So Mike Sierra, um, Radiant Life Church here in Dublin. Um, and I'll let him kind of introduce himself, switch the mic over here. Yep. Well, nice meeting you, Mike Sierra. I uh, attend uh, Radiant Life Church for about maybe a little over ten years now, and it's been. A, I want to share a little bit of the journey that we uh, that we actually had in IT and technology. So, uh, by trade, I'm a virtualization engineer. I've been doing this for over twenty five years, and I love anything technology. I'm a complete geek and a nerd. I love everything. I spend a lot of time on this stuff. I have a lot, a lot at home. I spend a lot of time with technology. So uh, if uh, TechSoup is still on, I, I, I want to thank you because we used them as part of the transformation that we did in our church. We actually uh, started by just low-hanging fruit. And uh, I want to share a little bit about, about you know, how we started and how we got here. And, and the journey has, has been a really exciting one. Um, I want to share a little bit about me. I'm actually a, uh, you know, I, I love, I'm self-motivated. So sometimes you might feel like you might not, uh, I mean, IT could be very uh, uh, intimidating if you're, if that's not your field. It could be very hard to, to do, right? And then finding volunteers could be very hard, but uh, you don't have to do it all. You can actually just uh, have, have the initiative to coordinate that. So that's what I did. I started by just uh, getting a team. Something that was easy for me, technology was easy. I've been doing it for a while, but uh, just as simple as uh, just getting the initiative going, it helps. And uh, having TechSoup uh, initiatives like that, that they donate, for example, one of the things we did like 10 years ago is we moved, uh, we had a pay subscription for email. So the churches needed email. You have uh, a number of staff and organizations that they wanted to have email for. So they had to change uh, email. And they were paying a service that was thousands of dollars a year for multiple emails. So instead of doing that, we actually uh, connected with TechSoup. They helped us through that journey. Microsoft donated the license. That license is very expensive. Some of those licenses are about uh, between $10 or $15 a person. I license it uh, for just one exchange mailbox. And it comes with a suite of things, but they donate that to us. So times, but we had about 50 accounts. So think about that. That's a lot of money that we saved. That's 500 plus dollars a month that we were paying just for having email service and didn't include any other services. The advantage of having TechSoup is Microsoft donates a license. We pay a small fee to TechSoup to keep them, you know, help us with that coordination. And the license is free and it's perpetual, right? I mean, it's great. And you can have as many as 200 plus. So you can have a significant amount of uh, licenses. And Office 365 is great because they, Whatever email, uh, they make it so easy for you to come on board. 
that you can do a, uh, a transfer of, of those mailbox and accounts and all of that, and they make it easier for you to bring the, the, whatever system, mail system you have, bring it on board. Something like that, that is, seems complicated, they have actually, because they do it so with, at a large scale for other businesses, they provide that to us. So now you have, you will have a tool that comes in with not just the email system, but it also will give you like SharePoint online, it will give you well, Word, all the Office suite online, and it gives you capabilities of collaboration tools like uh, SharePoint and Microsoft Teams. How many of have you have, have you heard about Microsoft Teams? Especially during the pandemic, that was instrumental into getting communications across the board by right? video chat. You can do voice. You can do many things with that. Even on your phone, use it as a, a as a basically as a as a as a conference call. So that starting with those simple things, organizing that. Even if you don't know, TechSoup can guide you along the way. So that's great to have. A, it's a powerful resource to have. And wherever you are right now, as a church organization. You can start the journey, and it will it will it will transform how you do IT in the organization because everything is on the cloud. So you don't even have to maintain anything local because it's, it's what they call a SaaS solution. Uh, it's basically a software as a service, and it, it is exciting. So we started very simple. I was the one leading the effort, but I didn't want to do it all. Right, this is a tremendous amount of infrastructure that we had to build. The church didn't have much uh, uh, resources, and I, as you can tell. Uh, churches don't have a big budget for IT, so a lot of this stuff is donated and volunteered. So, but having somebody to lead that effort, just have the initiative going, it, it's half the battle. <laughs> just having a conversation. So I'll share a little bit because it is interesting when I offer this to uh, to the to the pastoral staff, they were like, "You're going to do all the work. You're going to provide most of the infrastructure, and uh, it's going to be no cost to us." Uh, and this, we still have people fighting. It's like, why do we need Wi-Fi? Why can't we just do it old school and plug in? I mean, or even bring our own thing or phones or whatever. So it, it, they didn't understand the journey, right? This was obviously 10 years ago. Fast forward how it is today. The churches are doing uh, live, uh, what is it, Facebook online, and everybody's just doing video uh, streaming. So now church is transformed into an IT uh, uh, environment. So there's so much infrastructure that goes in and out. The IT becomes so important, especially during the pandemic, right? Where they had to do online services, which is a huge thing. So thank God we actually accomplished a lot of these things uh, in, in a 10 year gap, right? So the phase one, we approach this on a phases, right? So wherever you are as an organization today, approach it from a simple perspective. Don't try to like boil the ocean because you can accomplish it. So start small. Uh, tackle like uh, very small initiatives, like if it's just reamping your your internet connection so that you can have you can support live stream, or improving uh, just like the Wi-Fi connectivity. There are ways to do that in a very low cost. For example, I'll, I'll explain because uh, the uh, the system that we put today was very inexpensive. For I think we had about twenty access points for two campuses under fifteen hundred dollars, so it didn't cost much. And we all did it with volunteers where we run the cables and we did um, all of that at very low cost. A lot of the times we ask uh, other people to donate as far as uh, cables, depending on their trade, or we even have the church even have cables. So cable is very inexpensive. I think the, the most expensive part is the labor. So finding somebody who knows that you have them on your churches, 
just have to reach out and create that um, partnership with, with those IT folks that are already in the church. IT, uh, a lot of people now that nowadays work in IT or know some sort of uh, how to do one thing or the other. But that just starting very, uh, very small is the key. That way you don't get overwhelmed with the technology or the task becomes so, so vast that you're never going to accomplish it. So phase one, phase one, what we did, we improved the network. And phase two, uh, we basically uh, upgraded the firewall. This is like 10 years ago, the ISP. So we had uh, residential uh, internet, which was very slow. It was cable-based and it was just awful back in the days. So 10 years ago, and they didn't even have a switch. So we put switches so they can connect. So the church uh, had a daycare and then uh, said so they needed uh, a way to check in the, the kids uh, physically and print the label so that they know the kids that are going and out. So that's the first thing that we did is we just bought very inexpensive equipment, like three laptops, each were like $500. And they still, we still have them 10 years later. I don't know how, it's just, they're just still running. So three laptops and uh, running windows and a small little uh, printer, <laughs> those thermal printer uh, labels are not terribly expensive, but that gives you that level of uh, organization of you can get the kids to check in. You can, it's multi-purpose, so we can actually use it for, for the daycare and also for, for checking in the kids during Sunday service. The next phase will be, this is like maybe four or five years after we got a return on investment on those very small, uh, you know, contribution that we put in. Then we upgraded the, the network again, and then our church grew. So we, we gave up our, our old building, we sold that, and then we, we started to grow. So we, we had the land, so we expanded. The daycare moved now next door to where the church is, and we continue to grow. So we had to, it was a five plus years, and that infrastructure was slowly dying because it was, we bought it really uh, used because the enterprise stuff, uh, eBay is your friend, by the way. You can find a lot of stuff. If you need cheap hardware, that is used, a lot of companies face a lot of this hardware in three years. So you can find things in eBay. If you have your tech people, have them research because there's a lot of things that are there. Sometimes they come with license, like wireless access points. So we did that. We bought a lot of that infrastructure dirt cheap because they're just, they're just moving the inventory because people just, every three years, big companies, they just they basically refresh them. Tech, tech suit. Yeah, also has a lot of hardware since maybe you've been on that catalog. So when you look at that catalog, they're laptops and, and they all come with warranties. They're not um, eBay is your friend. If you can find it under warranty, TechSoup has things already covered under warranty. So really, really good stuff there as well. Thank you, Jeff. That was that was yeah. absolutely, I think she, she mentioned that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. And, and we have refurbished and new because we know that obviously sometimes um, you can't afford the new stuff. So the refurbished ones there, but, you know, we try to make everything, but inventory and hardware is based off of when people have it and stuff. So definitely check TechSoup first. And if not, if we don't have it, ask us and we can might tell you when we might have more inventory in stock. But um, yeah, I, I would start there because hopefully we will have some of the solutions you need as well. Thank you so much. I, did, I wonder, I didn't see uh, Ubiquiti uh, access points or controllers. Do you add that to your suite as well? We do have some uh, access points and controllers, depending. Uh, we have some keyboard mouses, all types of things, and server solutions as well from Cisco. So there are some solutions that are available as well. Excellent. Thank you. That That, that is yeah. great. You have, I mean, TechSoup has been instrumental in getting us to a success where we are today, obviously. Uh, it, it, like a, going back, picking up this points right here, phase three was actually we're growing 
and we're now expanding to a second uh, campus. So in addition to just combining the, the daycare, which is a separate facility, and now we have it in one facility, so the church and the daycare all together. And then we grew to a Marysville campus from Dublin. We went to Marysville as well. So it, it's been a blessing. And we did that too. So we basically apply all these things that we have done in 10 years because the campus just started literally this year. We went back in there and it was very, very simple. We already had a process in place, wires, a firewall, a simple switch, and, and, and connect it all. We installed 10 access points. I mean, literally spend like $1,500. And we have wireless, we had internet, and we had all of that in, in one suite. And obviously coordinating it. It, it was so simple to do the ubiquity solution, like from the firewall to the controller, because it's all integrated, um, that, that two people just was, it was a volunteer and myself, and we ran it, we did it in a couple hours. So that's something to think about. The solutions are there. And every day, because they're cloud-based, everything is so much easier. Like it's, you don't need to be an architect in order to figure that out. They give you simple, they, 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 their software is so intuitive nowadays that you don't need to be a, a network engineer to figure this out. Uh, you're, so, volun you're a volunteer. You just mentioned you went, did you go out and get that volunteer and find that volunteer? Yeah, yes. Uh, so I did uh, reach out to people. So that's sometimes, so like I said, I, uh, I, I, since the beginning, I've been actually very proactive at, at reaching out to people that I know that they're in IT, there's a lot of them and coordinating with them, hey, uh, can you help us with this? And then we try to make it flexible. It's only a couple hours, so you, you, everybody's busy, right? But it doesn't have to be like that. I mean, it could, the, your, your, trust your staff, your pastor, pastoral staff will help you to get there in that journey as well. They can actually, they know who, who is who in the church and reach out to them, find out what the profession is. They're, they're willing and wanting to help, right? But they obviously have to take that step I think that is the, probably the, the hardest step is to reach out to somebody, say, hey, are you willing to help us for a short period of time? Because trust me, once you, once you, once you do things uh, like up to the best industry standards, it will make it easier for you to maintain it. So it will, not, it will be actually uh, almost like self-healing once things are architected and running. I barely have to do much uh, at the church, but it's an initial effort to, to get it up and running. The, ma the maintenance is very easy to do. I mean, because everything is now uh, cloud-based, you can go into your phone. I literally upgrade all those 30 access points from my phone. It's easy to just do that like that. And the maintenance and the patching cycle is, can, can all be done remotely but at very little cost. So yeah, this is what it looks like in phase one, very small network. I mean, we started off with just three laptops for the check-in. We had a firewall that we installed uh, connected to, a, to the ISP modem. Uh, Time Warner or Spectrum, whatever the uh, the cable that came in, and then we had a switch so we can run the wires to the uh, Ethernet to each of those laptops, so that we can have it, and then the the little uh, label printers that actually work. So that only took like a few hours to set up. There, the laptops came with Windows already, so it was pretty easy. And then we, it was we were up and running in just one weekend, so it's pretty pretty fast. The next phase is phase two. Uh, this is a little became a little bit more more complex as you can tell. We grew. We wanted to have Wi-Fi. They didn't have that, so that became a little bit more. So um, ask around because there, there's there's a lot of people in your church that, that work in IT. A lot of a lot of the times, companies will donate uh, the equipment that's been refreshed after three to five years, and they just literally sell it to like by bulk or or even sometimes they just recycle it. Is this good equipment after three years? Think about it. This switches that we install 
when I worked for Nationwide, they were doing refreshes. Each of those switches were like $25,000 at least. There's no way that I would consciously spend that kind of money for a switch. But if you donate it to us, we'll take it. <laughs> and absolutely, that's what it was. So it's having those connections and relationships with the people that work in your church, that work in IT. It's important. Ask the right questions. Ask, hey, do you do you know when is the life cycle of this? What efforts are you doing to do that? Because companies spend millions of dollars just doing this on, on a three-year cycle. It happens, servers, all of this stuff. And that's how those servers end up in TechSoup and a lot of that. So it's important to do that too, right? And TechSoup now provides up just wonderful at a reduced cost, right? So they have a lot of this infrastructure that's been refurbished and it works. Those switches are more than 13, 15 years old. They're still running. The Cisco switches are incredible. So that, I mean, so they refresh them, I get it because you can't patch them or anything like that. But honestly, we keep everything locked up the top tier on the firewall that we don't really care to patching or anything like that. Not that we don't care. We do care if we can patch it, but there's no, like, the vendors don't support that. But we can afford that risk, right? But having something that is functioning and working because those switches provide uh, power for this access point. So you don't have to run power to them. That's the beauty of it, is having a, a like called PoE switches, is power over Ethernet, and you can have them just send the cable over, and then it powers and it connects back to the to, to the system. <laughs> so it is that's the beauty of having uh, that kind of uh, PoE switches. Right, the phase three, uh, the the same thing. So now that we already had the infrastructure in place, we ran the cables. We we needed to overhaul this, the old Cisco controllers and all the Cisco access points because they were old. I mean, nearly more than obviously ten years. So we recently, the last few years, we actually invested in Ubiquity Network and uh, the controllers. That they just simplified. They provide like to all customers, residential and whatever, like uh, individuals, commercial grade infrastructure at the cost of average uh, consumer. So that's that's why this became our go-to. To the point that even uh, Jeff, who is a director right now for our area here. He's going with Ubiquity Network for that because the cost, it's it, by the by the service they provide, it's it's incredible. So like we we all we have to do is already have the switches in place. We swap them. We literally swap the firewall at the top with the new one with the Ubiquity firewall that that basically and the controller that manages those access points. And now we we already have the infrastructure in place. We have to just buy the infrastructure. Like I said, about twenty of them for under two thousand dollars. So, and then we were up and running. Things were a lot better, the leaner. Uh, and it also gives you wider range capabilities because once you upgrade something like a new car, they always have new features, right? The good thing about this is it's faster. So because of that, what we did is we knew that they were gonna be faster. This access point is tiny, very low profile. We have to upgrade uh, the internet because we needed to have more bandwidth to, to you know, do whatever we needed to. Because now they, you can potentially uh, go faster for all the mobile devices and everything that's connected to it. So that's, and then the last phase, the new campus. Once again, we already have a pretty easy model to go by. So we went ahead and just applied that model that was super simple, very, uh, I mean, resource, very lowly resource intensive. Two people, we built it out in just a couple of hours. So it's, it was that simple. So having the right people and then reaching out to them um, it, it's important. So reach out to your folks in the church, make sure that in your community where you are and find out who are, who are those IT folks that can help you. 
So um, I'm here to offer some questions. I mean, to answer questions if you have about uh, the journey or uh, where you are. I want it to be interactive. Just feel free to ask. Uh, yeah, any questions? So, um, so Mike obviously volunteers in churches. How that went about? Some of those questions. Uh, Shruti's on the screen here. The questions for her, so she will actually be able to answer any specifics. And then afterwards, like I said, we'll send you those offers, training offers, as well as some of this interaction with TechSoup, so you guys can get connected that way. Um, any questions as far as what Mike's done in the church? Or this might be a question for her. Go for it. Um, so our church uses uh, GoDaddy for our website service, um, but through GoDaddy, that's where we purchase Office 365, yeah. I think, for our email service. And I'm not sure how that would work if we would have to go separate with that in order to use your services. Yeah, so a few things there. So if GoDaddy's hosting your services, then um, you would have to work with GoDaddy to either allow them and ask them for um, permission to like use another resource or provider, which they have to enable because they kind of lock um, yeah. how many things, how many people you're able to do. Sometimes they do it, sometimes they don't. Um, but GoDaddy should also be able to offer you all of those um, discounts. Um, so if they don't, you should ask them particularly, do you have any of the Office 365 and Microsoft 365 um, nonprofit subscriptions that we can enroll in? They should have access to those same subscriptions and some of the same offers, including the donations, because Microsoft makes them available to them. So um, you can ask them for that as well. Excellent. I'll, I'll, I'll compliment uh, Shruti. In addition to that, we also had GoDaddy, so it's a really great question. Yeah. And then I could share about that journey. And then she's absolutely right. But uh, we, were, we were, because we were paid, so they went and had signed up a contract with them, we were paid. So we went through TechSoup, got the free subscriptions and just migrated off. Okay. So that was, that was, that was the, uh, the alternative to that, that we didn't have to deal with the... You could the, still pay for the domain name and through GoDaddy. Correct. Email service separate. Exactly. Yep. exactly. And There's then a couple they, of records you update and then yep. it points it to them. Yo, okay. um, and Microsoft Super actually, we pay so much money. They, yes. they donate 15 free licenses, a full Microsoft product, everything you can think of that they offer, yeah. 15 free licenses, yeah. $5 a month for each additional user. It's a, I just want really quickly, Jeff, it's actually 10. I just want to make sure it's 10 free licenses. And then each $5. on top of that is five. But they also offer, if you're just using like the cloud solutions, if you're just using like Office 365 um, web applications or Exchange, if you don't need the desktop solutions, they offer up to 300 for free. So there's some really good. Shruti, is it one license is the free one? That's e1 valid. is actually no longer E1, but um, they um, have a Microsoft 365 business standard, which is very, it's, it's very comparable to it or uh, business basic. Yeah. So you have to 300 for free. The free one will give you everything you need, uh, including Office Online, which is wonderful. Word, yeah. PowerPoint, Excel, all of that. The uh, Microsoft Teams, Exchange, Microsoft Exchange. SharePoint, all that comes with that suite is a full enterprise. This is what we, we took, we literally, it's free. Wow, yeah. So just start there. And so what I've done is what, uh, uh, the way I sold it to our church is say, you can be free, yeah. right? So let's start there. And if you need like uh, the click to run bits so that you can have Office uh, on your thick desktops or laptops, 
then we pay that. And I think that's really nothing. And we pay like a couple of dollars. You can get $3 per user per month for those. And honestly, you can mix and match. So it's not like you need everybody. So if you have like a group of volunteers that you want or on some products, or if you have specific staff that need stuff, you can get a higher license for them. And then for other people, you can get the, the free license as well. So you can totally mix and match it, which I think is helpful in terms of cost. Absolutely. And thank you for what you're doing, uh, Shruti. I really appreciate it. It's been really uh, a tremendous life changing for, for, for the organization. I mean, they communicate better. Uh, SharePoint, uh, they do that, started to use. It took a while, you know, it's not technical. So it took a while for people to get used to Teams, but I think the pandemic helped because it forced everyone to like, hey, we're going to communicate uh, one way or the other. It has to be digital. Microsoft team provided that platform. Now they're, they're using uh, the other great thing, Ashruti, is uh, uh, that also comes with that standard license for free. It's my OneDrive. And I think it's a one terabyte yeah. space for free. Everyone gets a terabyte. So it's uh, insane. So I don't use Dropbox anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. There's a few of those things where it's like you don't even realize you have that and you're paying for other things. So like a lot of times, I mean, TechSoup does this too, to be honest, but like we have Microsoft 365, but then we also have a Zoom license and we also have a Box license. And, and it's like, if you take a look at it, like you can do a lot within Teams or within stuff. So you can consolidate and save pricing and save staffing. If you like migrate your meetings over to Teams, then you don't really need to use a Zoom license again. Or if you're, you know, we have Slack and stuff. So it depends on what you guys use and need, but there's a lot in that suite of offerings. So take a look at those before you like make another purchase. Yeah, not only that, I mean, in addition to what Shruti just mentioned, well, we also bought licenses for server. Like she, she actually made cover that in her presentation. Microsoft donates a lot of that. So server license is expensive and VMware. If you want to go yeah. localize, it's incredible. I, I think one of the things that I've learned recently, it's also the, the grant that we get as a, a non-for-profit for, for uh, serverless compute or even just on the cloud. So if you want to run a server on the cloud, in the, where any any you can access it from anywhere that's that's included too which is awesome i think it's like yeah there's a thirty five hundred dollar azure grant and then aws also makes a grant available so if you want to use aws there's a thousand dollar grant from aws that you can get a year as well use it take this back to your churches and your organizations and use it it's a free product it's great stuff uh make use of it why pay when you can actually have you know, uh, you know, this this tremendous blessing from large organizations that are donating this to us. So let, let's put it to use. So if you have a little time, we will um, send out a link to the assessment tool. So that will actually ask you questions like, how are you on security? What are you doing for email? How are you like those types of questions? And it will score you um, and allow them to assess, hey, these are the recommendations. You don't have to do the recommendations, but they will give you the lowest cost best solutions for your church specifically, because you're answering those questions. Um, so any other questions uh, for Shruti, for Mike, for myself? Um, Hopefully this was very informative and uh, take it back and, uh, you know, start creating those teams in your organization to help you out. I mean, it's, uh, it's a very uh, a privilege to be able to share with you. So thank yeah. you. Thanks so much for coming, guys, and enjoy the rest of your day. Lunch is next, so find your Chick-fil-A or whatever you got on here. Thanks, Trini, for, for coming in, and we appreciate it. Of course. You. Enjoy. Thank now you. you're getting me hungry, too, so I'm going to have to go do that. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Bye. Nice meeting you. See ya.